Welcome to Inform Foodie. You're listening to the best podcast on nutrition. I'll be casting on every food topic each week to give you the building blocks you need to make food decisions for the rest of your life. I'm Di Wilkinson, and I earned my degree at UC Davis in dietetics and nutrition. And today it's all about your personal food plan. So in the previous episodes, in episode number two, I talked a lot about trying to journal your food, start writing down what you're eating, paying attention to the protein and the fiber that you've ingested. There's a couple of reasons I really think journaling is key to reaching any type of lifestyle goals. And one is that you are writing down and figuring out stuff that is going into your body. You're in charge of that. And there's probably a lot of things about your diet that are very satisfying that work for you. So I think it's a wonderful self-exploration. I also <laughs> realize that when I journal my food, that I, I tend not to necessarily always be completely honest unless I'm actually writing it down and it's right in front of me. Then I can really see what I did eat, what I didn't. I can't imagine I ate half of it or anything else like that because food really is a black and white issue. It's got calories in, it's calories out. You did eat it or you didn't. So journaling is just such a great way to approach any type of lifestyle change. I wanted you to kind of keep track of the protein and the fiber and today we're going to be looking at trying to keep those portions. I just kind of want you to start measuring your food. I just want you to start eyeballing what it looks like. And I'm going to talk about that pretty soon, about how much um, a cup of some of this food product is, so that you can start seeing what it kind of looks like in general. I don't think people need to be measuring their food for the rest of their life. Before you start any type of diet program, um, change of exercise, I want you to make sure you check with your doctor tell your doctor that you're journaling your food, that you're going to be encouraged to start exercising, that 15% of your diet is going to be coming from protein, about half your food calorie intake is going to come from carbohydrates, about 25% from fats, healthy fats. If you're journaling your food, continue to do the measurements. If you haven't done that yet, make sure that you take some measurements of your limbs, your torso, etc., all the diets that are out there, really, it's a short-term type of lifestyle, and a lot of problems is that people gain weight when they're off a diet or don't know really how to continue to manage the intake that they've been having and find it satisfying still. There are five components to permanent weight loss or permanent lifestyle change. One of them is journaling. So just keeping track of what you're eating and making adjustments as time goes on, and it's very satisfying to look back feel very successful because every day you've done it, every day you're doing something and you're either staying the same, you're losing weight or you're gaining weight. And so anytime you're staying the same or losing weight, you're doing a great job. Number two would be cardio. So doing a cardio, we call it cardiovascular exercise. It's an aerobic exercise where there's plenty of oxygen involved. You're not out of breath, but it's a kind of a constant long um, walking, running, any type of exercise like this, I'm going to do a podcast on exercise in the near future. But three to five times a week, you're out there doing a cardio. Keep in mind that a mile of walking, a mile of running is about 100 calories. So as time goes on, we can deduct those calories directly from the intake that you're eating. So it allows you to eat more food and feel satisfied. I'm going to think of a way to get out there, meet with someone, exercise, take the kids out or the dog out for a walk. The third component is going to be your weightlifting. I'm a strong proponent of weightlifting. Your stature is going to be better. Your metabolism is going to be higher. You're going to lower your blood pressure. You're going to be stronger, and you're just going to look 
younger and your body and frame are going to walk and move like a younger person. You're going to feel more energy and burn more calories. Vitamins and minerals are one of the components. I like to make sure people are taking a supplement. I'm going to talk about vitamins, minerals, water, and food labels in a podcast, but I personally take a vitamin and I have a lot of reasons for that. Think about it. You're going to be taking less calories in. You're eating less food than your body probably needs and we want it to grow and change. So we just want to make sure that it's got all the nutrients it needs to do that. The last component is that your body adjusts to whatever you do. So remember, it doesn't really care what you look like, it knows how to survive. So it's going to what we call plateau. So it likes homeostasis. It wants to find a place where it can continue to function and move. It's gonna to adjust to whatever you put in and what, what energy you demand from it. I, I saw a client at a gym and she was on a doctor's prescribed 800 calorie day liquid diet only to dramatically lose weight. She was pretty tall, I saw her just running on the treadmill and she was frustrated because her weight loss was not happening very rapidly. Well, her body really figured out how many calories were coming in and what she was doing every day and it kind of really adjusts. It's almost a mystery, but your body is knows how to survive. It's a very smart machine that you have there. So uh, keeping in mind that one pound is about 3,500 calories. So simply put, if you ate 500 less calories a day or used up 500 calories below what you need, in one week, that's about a pound. Sounds kind of simple. Um, between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day, you can think about all the fun things that you do in there. If you eat 300 calories more a day, you're going to gain five pounds. Pretty easy to do. You can look online and you see all types of metabolic calculators and put in your weight, your height, the amount of exercise you do during the day. If you have stairs in your house, they're going to ask you these questions and come up with a real personal calorie count for yourself. Generally, the average woman uses and needs in a um, resting, non-super active state, about 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day. The average male is about 2,200 to 2,500 calories a day. So the exercise directly can add or subtract from that. It's a wonderful thing. I want to make sure that you're getting in those protein, which is half your body weight in grams. You're a 200-pound male, about 100 grams a day. 120-pound female, 60 grams a day of protein. This is really important. In podcast number two, we'll talk about why that was so important. Eating three to five times a day is really good to keep that blood glucose going for your brain. So if you're jotting down your food, probably need to start with protein in the morning. And some of my snacks also have protein because I need to hit that target. And if I haven't had much protein before lunchtime, it's very, very hard to catch up. I actually do keep a high protein chocolate bar for the end of the day, which is very, very satisfying if it fits in my calorie plan. Um, a good way to make sure I've gotten in the protein I need for the day. When you're looking at carbohydrates, about half your diet's gonna be carbohydrates. A cup of dry rice, pasta, potato is about 220 calories. So again, measuring those a few times so you generally know about what a cup looks like on those. That's the calorie content. For vegetables and fruit, I'm not particularly counting or measuring those because I really want to get that fiber. So they bring a lot of the vitamins and minerals in. Fiber and how essential and important that is. Aiming for 20 grams a day is going to keep you fuller as well. The carbohydrates, about half your calories can come from that. With a 2,000 calorie diet, that would be about 300 grams a day if you really want to count and get that far into it. 
Your fats, I will be talking about healthy fats as we go on. You want plant-based fats when possible, but about 25% of your calories should come from fat. So if it's a 2,000 calorie diet, you're looking at about 50 grams a day. So keeping those snacks on hand and expecting to be hungry, I think sometimes people are surprised, you know, when it's 10.30 in the morning, I'm hungry, plan ahead, find the snacks, pack them, buy them, bring them along with you so that you feel good about what you're eating, what you're writing in your journal, and that you feel successful about that. Because it's really important that each day you feel like you can start brand new. There's just so many great food options out there. The products that are so satisfying and have low calories can really target the goals that you have. I just really appreciate how much you want to improve your life and listening and putting in the effort to pay attention to what's going into your body and how you can make small differences in the long term to find a satisfying diet that can really fit your lifestyle and come up with your own food plan. Your body is just such an incredible machine and it wants to adapt to what you give it how you feed it and how you use it. I I just think the best thing about all of this is that every single day you get to start brand new. I really want to eliminate any of that negative feeling that you may have had about food or what you may have eaten because you turn that journal page and you start over. So thank you so much for joining me and learning more about your body. And you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. (laughs) Thanks so much.